Welcome to the Vicar Podcast, the podcast where legal insights meet the art of planning your legacy. I'm Lydia Vicar, Director of Vicar Law. Join me each episode as we unravel the complexities, share valuable tips, and empower you to navigate the path of estate planning and succession law in Queensland. We will hear from experts in the field and every now and then take a dive down an uncharted road. Let's embark on this journey together to ensure your future is safeguarded. This is the Vicar Podcast, where your peace of mind begins. Hi, and welcome back to the Vicar Podcast. To kick off uh, the substantive podcast, I thought we'd do a classic question that I get asked all the time. Do I need a will? Absolutely, you need a will. Of course you need a will. Um, you know, often excuses I get are, I'm young, I don't have kids, I don't have any assets. And that may be the case, but it is not a reason not to have a will. And there's quite a lot of consequences of not having a will in you know, a time where you probably have more than you think. And also what happens after you die may be different to what you think or what you've been told or what you've heard, you know, from friends and family or on the grapevine. So a few consequences to go through where you don't have a will. The first one, your estate will be subject to the laws of intestacy under the Succession Act. So part three of the Succession Act 1981 in Queensland determines what happens if you die without a will. So if you have a spouse and a child, it generally goes that the first $150,000 plus household chattels go to the spouse and then half the estate goes to the child and then half the estate goes to the spouse. So already your partner, your surviving partner who's devastated that you died, has lost half of the estate to their child. If you add another child, it goes down to a third. So the surviving spouse gets a third, child number one gets a third, child number two gets a third. If you die without a spouse and without a child, it goes parents, siblings, nieces and nephews, uh, and then it can go all the way to first cousins. So if you think, oh, well, if I die, at least my, you know, brother or sister will benefit because my parents don't need it. Nope. That's not what the laws of intestacy say. So that's the first thing. If you have a particular way in which you want your estate to be distributed, you really need to have a will. The second consequence of not having a will is that you may have an unintended de facto relationship that you're not aware of. So de facto relationships are defined fairly differently, although somewhat consistently along you know, for succession law, for tax law, um, and for family law. But for the Succession Act, you need to be cohabitating for at least two years in a romantic, you know, domestic relationship. I read a case recently where there was a couple that lived, did live together, but lived apart for quite some time. And the fight was basically about whether they were a couple for the purposes of the Succession Act in terms of having a de facto relationship. And the court deemed that because they had lived together for two years and they were continuing to live on a domestic basis, even though not necessarily in the same house together, they were in a de facto relationship. So the court really looks at the circumstances of the scenario. So you might not realize that you're in a de facto relationship And what happens if you don't have a will, the laws of intestacy apply and 
that person is treated as the spouse under the Succession Act and uh, they will get essentially your estate, not your parents, not your siblings. So it's important that you speak to a solicitor about relationships that you're in and, you know, the effect of those. Another consequence of uh, not having a will is that you might have unsettled debtors and creditors and that then falls on the executor, um, so any unintended loans and the like. A lot of people don't really look at their assets and liabilities on a regular basis, but as part of doing your will and your estate planning at Vicar Law, we make sure that we look at the current list of your assets and current list of your liabilities to see what's there and to see what effect that might have uh, on your estate as a whole. So it's important that you know those and you don't leave those unsettled um, debtors and creditors, you know, to your executors. Another situation that um, may not be accounted for if you don't have a will is your businesses and your trusts. So where you uh, have a company, a small business, where you are the sole director, sole secretary, sole shareholder, what happens to that company after you pass? What happens if you have employees relying on you every week to be paid that you have orders to fill? What happens? A proper succession plan incorporates what happens to a business and also what happens to a trust. To really scale it back, a company is, um, you know, the way that a company is run is determined by the company constitution and there are particular provisions in regards to what happens when a director dies or what happens when a shareholder dies. So like a company, trustees also dictate what happens when a trustee or an appointer passes away, who elects the new trustee. And if you don't account for these as part of your succession planning, it may actually go to somebody or somewhere that you don't want or some to someone that you may not have promised, you know. This is particularly important where you have family working together, where you have your children uh, or, you know, siblings working together in a business. You have to make sure that you have a succession plan because there are unintended, you know, things that arise in life. So if you don't have a will, it's likely that there'll be no plan in terms of your business or the trust you're involved with. And then most importantly, your wishes will not be carried out. So what you want to happen on your death will not be carried out if you do not have a proper will in place and a proper estate plan. I like to say to my clients that a will doesn't equal an estate plan. You really need to look at your estate as a whole when you're considering what happens after you die. So hopefully I've convinced you today that you definitely need a will and a great way to get it is to contact me. Uh, you can pop on my website www.vicarlaw.com.au to book a consultation. We can talk about your will, enduring power of attorney, any businesses and trusts that you may be involved in and figure out the best plan for you after you've died. And that's all we have for now. So make sure you subscribe, like, review and share the Vicar podcast, particularly for those friends and family that you know don't have a will and really need to do it. Thanks for tuning in. Speak to you next time. Thank you for joining us on another insightful episode of the Vicar podcast. 
If you're ready to take the next step in securing your legacy, visit www.vicarlaw.com.au to book a free consultation with me, Lydia Vicar. Plus, don't forget to download our free guide to the five things you need to know about estate planning. Your future begins now and we're here to guide you every step of the way. Until next time, I'm Lydia Vicar signing off. The Vicar podcast comprises general information and does not serve as a substitute for professional advice. Prior to making any legal decisions, individuals are advised to seek independent professional guidance and assess the suitability of this information for their own individual goals and objectives.